0: It's the cabbages podcast network.
1: Gary. Yes, Jeff. This was a bad film. Was this a movie? Was this even a film?
0: Well, OK, I want to answer that. I do want to answer that. OK, I have a theory, but really mm-hmm. what I to first of all, Oh, I do have some iced tea
1: today. You do have iced tea. What do you have today? What did you bring?
0: I have a mint limeade, health Mm -hmm. aid kombucha, Mm -hmm. uh, because I want to I want to clear the decks. Mm -hmm. That that was a bad
1: film. Working on your gut health. I want to
0: make sure that no matter how deep we dive and how like apologetic we sound, this is not a film for like consumption.
1: No, for people.
0: Most people. Most. Non-diabolical humans will will find no enjoyment in this film.
1: No. Dear listeners, you must understand that the creation and and distribution of this film was entirely cynical. Everything about this is cynicism. So once you understand that, no one is doing this because they like you or want to entertain you. There's some is- things
0: that are so bad that they like turn into um satire yeah they're not specifically putting satire together for the audience Mm
1: -hmm. but they
0: turn into a satirical film yeah and yes i do think this is a movie Mm. it's short it's 60 minutes the the only blessing here is that you don't waste a lot of time but that felt like a hundred minutes that felt like 110 minutes
1: We've watched two and a half hour movies that felt shorter than this.
0: Absolutely, we watched that one. P.T. Anderson probably the, Anderson, probably the only one that's. Uh,
1: oh, Inherent Vice, yeah. yeah, yeah, that Inherent was the Vice
0: movie. I think we watched,
1: and that felt and like that felt that like a 18 breeze. Times
0: in a row before watching this one time.
1: You know, when we said we were going to do a rapper movie season, there's sort of these stereotypes about rapper movies, and the reason why these stereotypes exist is because of films like this. Is there was this market that was that emerged where people were interested in consuming hip hop content, right?
0: Like a lot of this stuff is just the hardest lyrics of the era turned into movies, like yeah, the kind of contest rappers have to be the most diabolical person on the block or whatever turned into movies,
1: yeah. And they're like,
0: uh, not to me. I just want to say that they don't feel representative. Of entire careers for these rappers.
1: No, and they're also a reflection plenty of, rap of songs that aren't about this. It's also a reflection of the very successful run of uh, uh, you know critically mm-hmm. and you know historically uh this run of films that happened in you know really in the early '90s. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, films from like New Jack City, uh, Menace to Society, Boys in the Hood, like all of these yeah, films, you know, and so many of these films, like basically created this template, and then people with less talent than those directors and less drive than those directors did other things and tried to recreate those stories. In some cases, you get some interesting stuff. You get like, and we're going to talk about him a bit today, you get like Master P's No Limit Films. And you get sort of this like, I, we're going to bundle... I 100%
0: bundle. want to watch one of those, at least one of
1: those. That's so going to happen this good. season. We have to. I mean, I think it's, yeah. it's necessary yeah, it to talk to about like, is that even if we watch watches, I, I got the hookup. We got to watch something from his yeah. from his you know, filmography. But the thing is like, he had this, you know, approach of bundling, like, when the technology made available, bundling a CD or DVD or whatever with the CD and sort of having a film that go with it. He wasn't the only one to do it, but, like, it was the sort of thing where you had these this product in tandem. It's like, we know you like our music, mm. but we're also going to share this with you. We're also going to push this right. onto you as well. And it, it, it's different. It, I mean, listen, it, it, different
0: it, forms of media. I'm cool with that part. It was... Yeah. You said earlier, and I think you know something more than me, like you found something in your research that I didn't.
1: Oh, I found something, yes. Um, Which speaks very that, much to the media. It makes
0: it wildly and deeply cynical, this film. Yeah. It's just like a, a small bundle of the very kind of worst of rap. Yeah. Tossed so, into a soap opera and then filmed with some sand. They decided not to film with cameras because no camera no, no. can make something so awful.
1: No, this was dig- This was the beginning of digital. They like this is really wrapped like wrapped a abusive- flag
0: around a really bad camera and film through the flag.
1: I was reading a review. Uh, I think it was one of the letterboxed reviews of this. Mm-hmm. You know, because there's no critics. No critics reviewed this movie. This no, is not. No, no, no. no, no.
0: they're not going to waste their time.
1: No, no. But I was reading like a letterbox review, and somebody who's who I guess is an expert on the director and Albert Pion's work pointed out that even the worst movie is that this low budget and often ultra low budget director worked on prior to this point were shot on film and as a result there was a certain character to film that even a b movie even a c movie even a d movie even a bad poorly edited put together movie like still looks like a movie because it's shot on film there's a baseline quality to it that exists and the difference is this was in the, this was in a period where shooting digital became a viable option for uh, budget filmmaking, and this director who had been working in that world for you know really for decades at that point seized upon that with this with this project, huh. and you can see that from just the, the the viewing of this it looks like it looks like a camcorder it looks like right. you know your home movies you made a movie at home except your home is Bratislava, Slovakia.
0: Well, how cool would it be if this, like if they shot it like the beginning of the Wonder Years and just sang,
1: what would you do if I sang attitude?
0: Like just play that song over this whole movie and it improves.
1: Well, I think they probably would have chosen to play the... uh, They had rights uh, to That always wanted to be a Ho song from Ice-T as that song. I mean... It As plays like films. eight
0: times, and they only play the same. It's the same hook too. It's not even like a hook from later on in the song.
1: No, he I just think we plays hear more of same, it over like the
0: 15 seconds of that song.
1: Over, I think we hear more the... of the credit more over the credits. Yeah, but yeah, we largely in the film you're hearing in the like actual the same film, stuff It's like
0: nobody watches the credits all that much like we do. I think we no. learned that over the course of talking to yes, <laughs> yes, and also the streaming like, services. You guys watch through the credits. I'm like, dude the end of credit music is my favorite because they paid these people to not be listened to essentially
1: (laughs) yes and it's wild too it's wild too because like i realize streaming services the nature of them now like they are trying to get you out of those credits as quickly as possible onto the next content they're terrified that you're going to turn off your television or x out of the app or they don't want that so like you don't get to appreciate these films that were like, oh, you're in a movie theater or you are watching DVD. Especially credits. with 2B
0: 2 It's to like, mm-hmm. let's get you to the next commercial too.
1: Right away. Yeah, there's a there's a there's a commercial. Because player, that's where no we make our
0: money. So there's a you commercial know. coming, and we don't want you to watch the credits because we don't put commercials in the credits. No one would watch them. <sighs> it's actually kind of hard to watch the credits when using streaming services. And I love watching.
1: Yeah, they make it hard. They do make it difficult. Tubi is especially bad. If there's anything at the very end of a credit sequence, you will never see it. Hmm. Because there's already the thing on there. And like, I love Tubi because Tubi is my favorite uh, service because it holds things that no other service dare hold. And that's a oh, real yeah. treat for me as somebody oh, yeah. who watches a lot of you know, strange We're gonna films. We're going to be in Tubi
0: land a lot for this season.
1: Yeah, I mean, like a lot of the ice tea movies as I've been doing research are available on Tubi. Or you can have pay a, money like, and rent it.
0: They have a corner of the rap world that made movies. Like they've kind of cornered that market in a lot of ways. Yeah. Unless it's like a big Hollywood thing, it's got to be a flop if it's a Hollywood thing. But they just buy up, like they get the rights to these movies and just toss them on there because they know people watch.
1: Yeah, and look, they're also they're doing it with these We're newer watching. films too. Like new, I saw like there was a thing like Ice Revezo has a movie. And it's, it's like on Tubi. It's on Tubi. I'm like, oh shit. Like they're continuing to be like the, the hub uh-huh. for that, which is wild. And it's like, it's great that there's, it's like a place where they don't, they don't they're advertise themselves the as the place, this. but they understand that's what they're doing. But yeah, a lot of Ice-T movies are on there. And the, and the truth is like, because of this environment that we've described, of what happened post these kind of, I don't want to say prestige, but these kind of really monumental films that happened that were, Crime movies that sometimes had rappers in the cast often had rap as the soundtrack, you sure. know, there, it became a template that people tried to emulate. Some did it better it. than others. Oh, Some did it worse than others. And this is in the worst than others category, but understand that like with ice T's career, we are going to see this arc where, where we talk about films, basically up to 1995. He's still working within the Hollywood system. Right. It may be a B movie like surviving the game where it's not like the studio's top priority. They're going to drop it in the middle of you know the the dead Oscar season, the February or January or whatever. Mm. Or they're going to do things where somebody is buried in the cast and like is like they're more prominent on the cover, but it's buried in the cast. But once you get into the B movie, the, the solid like outside of the Hollywood system, B movies, independent filmmaking, these kind of smaller cash grabby studio things, right. there's a lot of that on that. So like I think art. As we kind of approach his disc- his filmography over the course of this season, we have to kind of pepper in from these different eras because otherwise you're going to get a lot of films that are, I'm not going to say as bad as corrupt, but are going to be akin to corrupt.
0: I just want to know that I'm down for this ride no matter where we go. On.
1: Sure. They
0: look, Look. watching we a bad movie, it, I'm not yeah. allergic to it.
1: We, My man we can do I'm it. Not.
0: So to get sort of get back onto like the track of, we got to talk about this particular movie. Which sure. I'm glad we had a lot of weird babble there because there's not a lot to talk about.
1: Yeah. This is a filler episode. People, if you ever figured it out, we are filling. It is. Cause this film, this movie is nothing.
0: Nothing. There is a big burger of nothing. And we got to talk about the food. The nothing burgers.
1: The actual nothing uh, burgers.
0: Because I, a number of people order food. So the, I think we can just go ahead and describe because I don't think spoiler alerts are a thing here. Do not like don't watch this. There's no point. No, come on. But we did. Here's the, the genius behind this film is that they like cordoned off part of this warehouse and turned it into a like absolutely perfect hole in the wall burger spot. That like would have been great as anything other than what it was used for. There's no drinks in there. No. No. There's no one's ever cooked. No one even yeah. started to cook in there. Where does the food Anytime. come from? Where does it come from? Where does it go? This is the Cotton Eye Joe of food. It is. We don't know where it come from. We don't know where it went. We never really saw it. Did we even know Cotton Eye Joe if we don't know these things? This is Ice Teas, know the menu. This, this hamburger joint where like people order. And at one point, someone gets a bag, looks in the bag and says, Incorrect. So the only person that gets served in the entire film gets the wrong order. Yeah. And yet, they got like regulars. These people come in all the time. It's a yeah. known spot. Everyone knows they're going to meet up at the burger joint. that yeah. has no seats.
1: And like half of this movie <laughs> takes, I, I want to stress because again, the low budget interest, half of this movie takes place in this makeshift burger joint where there right. is no grill. Right. Where there is no no fryer No where there's nothing. They haven't they haven't like set up a zone to make it look like they a kitchen. They give
0: us the back of the restaurant and the only thing I could see back there that would store or take care of food was a big huge like dumpster looking thing. Yes. And it was empty because they had a human being
1: in it. Later it they had to empty. hide soak the shocker in there. Soak Maybe the shocker is just in a this movie. garbage
0: can but also garbage cans in restaurants
1: rarely empty. Rarely empty. It's yes. all
0: like, as soon as they put a new bag out there, five people are like, yeah, I threw my trash away in here. Like, it's just yeah. always full. Not even a bag inside. This yeah. guy's just hiding out in a trash can.
1: So our protagonist, Jody, yeah. uh, works. She's the protagonist of this film. Um yes. You learn that. You learn that again. You can see Silk to Shocker and ice Tea on the cover of this, but yes. she is meant to be the protagonist and star of this film. She carries
0: everything about the film. In every way,
1: she's in eighty-five percent of the scenes. Yeah, like th- this is this is her movie. Not know, and she's under a pseudonym too. So anyway, uh, wow. so Joe. yeah, it's not even her actual name, but, but again, it might have been her stage name at the time. But Jody plays the sister of Silk the Shockers' character, MJ, uh, and it. she works in this this burger joint that doesn't sell burgers and deals with the various patrons. She deals with you know everybody from vagrants who are philosophical in their approach, but also sleazy at the same time. That feels well, neighborhood yeah, we, Neighborhood... I just want to pause you for
0: a second and just be yeah. like, the point of that guy was specifically, I think, just to, like, let us know that a lot of people hit on this one. Yeah. There's no other purpose for this, like, homeless, this vagrant person to walk in. Yeah. And be in the scene. You know what I'm saying? Like...
1: Yeah, this Does is he not. A, I
0: think he gets a burger. I think somebody he, hands him a bag full of. Nothing he yet. might
1: have something. Yeah. I, I. don't. I feel like he was sitting at a booth for part of that scene, and he may have been done with his food. Was the idea? The idea is to basically say that this woman who our practice is is She's desired amongst. She's desired. scumbags. Yeah. She's so she like has one her... of
0: the most desired people in the scumbag universe.
1: Yeah. Her boyfriend Miles, a, a reformed criminal. Is yeah. like trying to go straight, and he's gone to like some government military type job There's in DC a job for trading. Now. Yeah, so like she's left alone in this like meant to be urban war zone. Like they really are playing up the idea of like, oh my god, New York City. This is supposed to be New York City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New York City is a fucking burnt out hellhole. It's 1999. Now I lived, I've lived in New York City.
0: Yeah, my have- whole
1: life, and 1999 New York is, you know, I'm not saying there aren't bad parts of the modern dynamics. This is still so plenty, but like the level of which of of them trying to show show this warehouse that is in like Slovakia, this like Czech Re- amount- what used to be the Czech Republic sort of former Yugoslavia, Czech Republic whole thing, this Eastern European the place. The amount of
0: violence that the media portrays New York City to have mm-hmm. is a decadent amount of violence. <laughs>
1: but they're it's trying like to make this not really to make happening they were trying to make this look like, like, the Bronx in 1970. Like they were no, trying to make you. it look like this was post-white fight. And again, I'm not saying that we don't have bad neighborhoods here. That we mm. didn't have issues. This was so unrealistic in every right. single way that it's like if you were in New York, you're like, this is no nothing. This doesn't reflect anything. Nobody of in our that experience
0: movie had been in New York for more than a couple days of their lives. At you any know, point, the way this was made, somebody would have stood up and been like, "Okay, <laughs> It just just and, tell them it's another city. It's and, not like you did anything that was inherently New York. You didn't yeah. go to like a shootout at a steakhouse. No. You went to what, by the way, doesn't exist in New York—an abandoned warehouse space.
1: <laughs> yes, like so. There you have the you have this. You have two locations essentially in this film. One uh, is this." Derelict burger joint, and the other is that I suspect isn't serving burgers, isn't serving anything or falafel. I somebody ordered a falafel once. There's there. a
0: falafel on the menu, there's which the menu seems yeah. to be just a bunch of signs, yeah, just there's... like signs all over the place that point out where food is.
1: There's one thing they have, there's one thing I know they have, like I did, yeah. I absolutely know they have. You know, I see goes in to order the burger special multiple times. Uh, never gets and wrong. he is and his his he is the titular character corrupt in case you were wondering where the, right. the name comes from. Oh yeah,
0: corrupt. His name so corrupt, is corrupt.
1: So corrupt goes in there several times to uh under the uh, auspices of ordering the special, but he's really just there to flirt and threaten our protagonist, Jody. Um the one thing they have in that restaurant is ketchup. We know they this. A lot of ketchup because uh, there's a scene with, and I was floored when I saw him, Romani Malco, who okay. some of you may know from all sorts of films including uh, the 40 year old Virgin. Mm-hmm. Romani Malko goes with his friends and are dissatisfied with their service. And while Jody steps outside to deal with uh, the storyline being progressed, right. these uh, these these, I guess meant to be kids, you know, these kids, they're not kids, but they're meant to be kids squirt the place up with ketchup and make a really big mess. And yeah. that just adds to our protagonists suffering, which is sort of immense. I had
0: blocked that scene from my, my, my memory. Mm-hmm. Anyone who comes in from outside of the like small inner circle of, uh, MJ mm-hmm. corrupt miles. And her name is Jody. Jody. Right. Uh Outside of those four, they're basically just coming in to point out what we already know, that the restaurant is bad. Yes. It's not a good restaurant. Uh, That her life is very bad. Because everyone just points that out all the time. Every single person that comes up and talks to her is like, life's still bad, huh? She's like, it is. Basically, that's what she's saying over and over again. And then Ice-T is the only one that's like, well, I think we should bang about it. Yes. Everyone else is just like, well, nothing ever works out. <laughs> One of the characters is there specifically to do that. Her friend who helps her run the the business.
1: Yeah. Right. Right. I think. I don't uh, know if it's employee it, or. I think it was Margot. I think Margot. I think Margot. Margot and yeah. Margot
0: uh, is in the movie only to talk about how nothing good ever happens to people in yeah. New York City. Yes. In their particular part of New York City. Yeah, which I mean this I is think it's not gonna work out.
1: I don't feel like they're you know that's where they feel like they're trying to make this deeper than it is. And again, this rises right. to like you know, melodrama at its best. At its best, it gets to melodrama. This is very soap opery in terms of how it's oh, executed, yeah. it's relationships, it's family stuff. Jody does things uh to protect her brother MJ. So so right. the shocker's character is out there, you know, he's He's acting wild. He's getting into trouble. And he's running afoul of corrupt Ice-T, who is essentially uh, making major plays to uh, control the neighborhood. You know, He's right. killing the competition uh, in short order because of an action that MJ took. Um, and then ultimately, it just ends in a bloodbath. It really just ends in a bloodbath. It is a big, where bloodbath. Where, no, where you see very little blood and a lot of CGI that... gunfire.
0: And I, both both Ice T and Silk the shock I have much, much more to offer later
1: in their careers that this movie is and even before experience. and before this too yeah like
0: oh, totally I mean like their yeah. the rest of their career should not be, drugged down but we have to talk about Silk's performance in this where no, literally sir. everything he does ends in him looking, and acting confused like he shoots somebody twice and then he's like fuck. What is happening right now? <laughs> He's just looking around like, oh, I wish someone could just explain to me what I just did. Like, yeah, man, you shot a dude. And now laying on the ground, twisted in a, in a mass, isn't going to help this. <laughs> you need yeah. to do something. You need to keep your wits about you, bud. And you
1: this need to leave town. Look. He needs to leave town. Which Why didn't he just leave town? He could have left town a lot of times. Say what you
0: will about New York City. It may take a while to get out of the city, but we provide plenty of ways.
1: And we got buses to get out of too. the city
0: that like, no one can track. You can and hop you on a on bus, a, get on a right mega bus and you can be anybody. Nobody you can hop this. on a bus to
1: a mega bus and be gone. You're gone. Be gone. I refuse to use this film as a lens through which to think about both of those folks as actors, because For it doesn't anyone seem anyone right. in
0: this film. I'm, no. You're absolved. I know what you had to go through. Yeah. That you were crapping out a piece of crap. I understand you. Yeah. But it led to some really hilarious, uh, insignificant work from these people.
1: Yeah. And you got also- Silk
0: Silk in every scene, I ended up laughing,
1: whatever he was saying. I was like,
0: what are you doing? What is the point
1: of this? And Ice-T is not putting anything into this movie. He's not trying to do like what he did in Surviving the Game. But there's a physicality to it. There's a personality. He was playing this completely nihilistic. He's playing a paper thin villain in this movie and he doesn't care. He's not trying to do anything else because he doesn't believe what he, in this material that he's performing. And, it, the, no. and that's I want to get leads, into that in a second. That sort but. of
0: thing also leads to just like, whatever, just tell me what to do in the scene and I'll do it. And you end up with like Ice-T
1: the rapist. And he'd work with Albert Peele like, Two yeah. primes before this. He did uh Mean Guns and uh Crazy I think six. that's
0: gonna be a better
1: experience. Yes. Those, well, both of those I think players. had higher budgets and were filmed on actual film. Mm-hmm. Crazy six, we have to watch because Burt Reynolds is in it. So this is a, a must. And I've seen a preview Got with you. him in there. It looks just I mean, we're gonna watch that movie. Oh, but yeah. like Ice T was just going for the motion. I, I don't know if if the veracity of this is true, but he certainly jokes about this, and I'll tell you about this in a sec, uh where I get it from about being blackballed um, from the movie business. And again, like keep in mind that when he did Surviving the Game uh, because of Cop Killer and that and the scandal around that, uh, no one wanted to work security on that. So sort of he had a problem where like, you know, films he was involved with may not necessarily get all the support they need. Like his subsequent films were like Johnny Mnemonic and uh, Tank Girl in in, in 1995. Those two came after Surviving the Game. And then it just started being a bunch of sort of like low budget b-movie direct-to-VHS type fare you know he was in like this he is a show that kind of
0: offers yeah yeah was really like, he was
1: accepting month offers like okay gonna pay maybe some kind of money i will go and do I'll this do i'll be here for a couple yeah. of days i don't give a shit like they like he was in frankenpenis do you know what frankenpenis is uh
0: i gary i want to tell you right now that i don't but i do I love yeah it. i saw it i saw it's it on the, the, IMDb list it's, the Bobbitt, it's the
1: john bobbit it's the john bobbit yeah. porn movie he's right. in it i know
0: and you I, know I, I feel like we have to watch it even if we don't do an episode on
1: it no i don't want to watch that i think we have to i don't want to see no oh we sounds... can fast forward through the part
0: the the dirty mm. parts i know you don't know
1: like i'm not All a right. big fan of of sex. severed penis sex no right. not my right. not my bag yeah, we know. can like we can. Your Pornhub searches parts. are your we own, need but to like, see I'm... Iced T in this film is what the point talking. is. But all I'm saying is that this was a, a period where, like, this is right before Law and Order SVU, right? Before SVU basically completely changes everything, turns him into one of TV's most enduring characters, right. a genuine star, and it's just like he's been doing this for nearly two and a half he's decades. Gen- he's got a like, star like he's fucking huge he's he has a star. getting
0: a star on the he on got the a
1: star he has a star now on it happened the hollywood well by the time this episode airs it won't have happened hey, uh on the, on the chance, hollywood walk of fame
0: on the off chance that anyone directs Ice tea toward this project congratulations big dog yeah that's, that's
1: awesome. amazing yeah yeah
0: that's pretty like incredible the- the thing I have to especially stress given is, what I just watched, it's pretty, yeah,
1: impressive. the thing I have to stress with, 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 especially cause we're ta- we're talking about these movies. Like I'm coming to this as a fan. Like you can read, you can Google me online and you can see yeah. what I've written about ice T's work. Yeah. I think he's one of the greatest ever doing. it. I think he's an absolute legend in hip hop. Yeah. And what he's done is extraordinary. His film career has been curious to me. I was a huge fan. SVU fan. I used to watch SVU every day, reruns, new episodes all the time. For most of my 20s, I watched that. I watched that and some reality television on VH1 almost exclusively. It's like all I watched mm-hmm. for like my 20s. Not my 20s anyway, but I watched it all the time. I loved watching him on there. So this season is like an opportunity for me to really go to these films that I'd seen some of, but not all of, and kind of get a sense of it, you know, because like I really enjoyed him on the show. So like we're coming at it from a place of love. I want to make very oh, clear about that. Oh, this absolutely. is us going, ha ha ha. That said.
0: Oh, I ha 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 the fuck out of this movie though. I mean, like. That said. I-, I think I was about two minutes in and a lot of that is credits. So maybe it was like three or four minutes in. There were a lot of credits at the beginning. Uh, and I. I was like, "There's no need for me to take notes here. No, good. Nobody's putting any effort in. Let's just crap out this piece of crap." I took the same sort of uh, resolve into the film mm-hmm. that the filmmakers did.
1: Yes, exactly. Like we're that boy.
0: We're putting together a, an hour-long soap opera
1: episode, and then we're out of here. Do you remember when he burns the guy with a, a snap of his fingers? I can't stop remembering it, Gary. <laughs> that boy is toast that's the line that boy if is you didn't fun. laugh at the cgi fire oh, or, that's, or that line you have no that's, soul
0: i mean like that's bong hit city i was like yeah. okay Oof. all right i give up you guys <laughs> you guys really did it didn't you
1: <laughs> i laughed all the way through to ice t's death rattle in the end the look mm-hmm. on his face when he is shot dead by Jody. Sorry for spoilers. We told you not to watch this movie. Yeah, don't do it. He makes this grimace that looks like he's constipated. Yeah. Which brings me to a small revelation about this film. Okay. Because we're not going to spend much more time talking about this. It's not in anyone's best interest. Well, I
0: do want to talk about a couple of things, but yeah. Okay.
1: Well, we can. But I do want to point out that uh, Ice-T has no love for this movie. You will not be surprised to know. Again, this is... the shocker. This was filmed in 18 days as part of what was meant to be a urban anthology, not my term, right. uh, from this director, Albert Pune. He shot three films essentially in 18 days. So they're meant to be an anthology, but they're all gonna be Pew! together as one. And it's like Pew! in those films were like Snoop Dogg, I see in all of them, but Snoop Dogg's in it. Big Pun and Fat Joe, like rappers, you know, were in this. So they yeah. came out just to Bratislava to do this. And then Ice-T being like sort of in a in sort of – he's been given this sort of producer credit on this, whatever that means on a film like this. And he's presented as having a real significant role in this, and his music appears promptly. He had his reasons for being in this. But then how is this being distributed? This isn't going to theaters. So it gets divided up into three movies, Corrupt being one of them, the other two being uh, The Wrecking Crew, and the other was called Urban Menace. Now, with when corrupt came out as its we own DVD, no, we don't. Okay, when corrupt came out, actually, they're not on. None of those are on Tubi, so we're even. We're even cleared on there. We could probably find it elsewhere, but they're not on Tubi. Corrupt came out on DVD because this was about being direct to DVD sales. You were selling these right. things cynically to hip hop fans and being like, "Here you go, DVDs, DVDs." Back in those days. One of the selling points of them was often commentary tracks, director commentary, actor commentary, Where and so on and so today? forth. The DVD commentary on Corrupt is done by Ice T, during which he shits on this film the you entire time. Oh, it's on YouTube?
0: We got to
1: watch it. It's on YouTube. I, I have watched some of it, but uh, I got to watch some it. Of it today. We got to
0: be together when we
1: do that. Yeah, we might have to watch it today, but I watched some of it today. And I, and I I heard about this, and then I went and I found it in my research. And I went and I found ah, it on YouTube. I wish I had
0: known, and, and we would have watched that. I would have watched it again just because of that, obviously.
1: It, it will change. I promise you, it will change your perspective on this film. It is him truly doing like a mystery science so you, you theater. watched it? I watched some of it. I watched the whole thing. Okay, he okay. is tearing Say it that. apart. I, I'm just saying that like we can definitely do that. We can talk about it. Like When Silk the Shocker first appears on screen, he says- I don't know why Silk did this movie. He's a rich dude. He says of the open. <laughs> he says of the opening in the opening, again. I watched it the very beginning. It's quick, quick, quick notes. He says they shot this movie in some dump. He just says this. Apparently, I read some somebody else commenting about the the DVD yeah. commentary because those who have discovered it are all like floored by That's that. And how it, yeah, it's like apparently there was no place to go to the bathroom, so in ice word, the crew would have to hold it in all day. He even, makes, he even makes fun of you for buying the DVD. He says, you're a loser with too much time on your hands. So the cynicism reaches iced tea levels of fuck you. And it's in the DVD commentary where there and they is like any – redeem- They were like, cool, man. That would yeah. be great. Give I bet you shit. nobody even Did heard not give a shit
0: that commentary. Or care. They just knew it would sell. Oh, it's got we DVD commentary matter by Ice-T.
1: Because what's the point? You've already bought it. If you We're, hear this, you've already bought it. You've already fucking got your money. So where this film has it, a – re- In a way,
0: I know that it's cynical, but here I am. And I'm like, that's pretty fucking cool.
1: It's fucking cool.
0: I want I want that more than I want the movie.
1: Yeah. And that this is where this film gets redeemed. The film itself is not redeemable, but it gets redeemed as a well, piece of work – Because Ice-T is then able to step outside of the film and tell you about, like, other than when I'm in this, this movie is garbage. And everything about this is stupid. And you're stupid for having bought this. If Tubi had had the DVD commentary track, I would have listened to that. But I had to go finding it on YouTube. So all I'm saying is –
0: I have a question for you. Yeah, yeah. Are you a good enough friend to me that you'll come and spy on me when I'm around – unsavory characters and then rat me out to all of my family.
1: If you're talking about are you, are you about, good uh, enough uh, a
0: friend of me to do that?
1: Are you uh are you are you referring to Lisa, uh MJ's girlfriend who is the um <laughs> she is the ultimate she is the ruin of this film. What in, in, a terrible
0: in, in, human being.
1: <laughs> but she also in without realizing it she ends up saving Jody's life because mm. by bringing Miles into the equation by by basically i mean you can say it yourself but like lisa basically sees jody and corrupt hooking nobody, up which is again I by just, force
0: this kind <laughs> of brings up the other thing i wanted to mention about this film that mm-hmm. nobody believes in her and miles's relationship nobody
1: nobody nobody believes in love in to this the woman.
0: point where someone is like miles is out of town i'm probably just going to go spy on her and find her cheating on him
1: yeah that's what you do right And she's only cheating on him because she's trying to save her brother's life, right? And I see is basically like sexually, you sexually harassing and ultimately raping her, right? You know, in this film. Like, I mean, like this film is dark. I mean, it's a very dark movie. It is.
0: It's. I said. I said earlier. It's like the they took the darkest, shittiest lyrics of all time and turned them into
1: the movie. These are not the funny parts of the film. The funny parts of the film are very obvious much of this film is just you sitting there going like i'm watching i'm watching horror i'm watching something that's horrifying." yeah the entire time you likened it we talked before you likened it to uh to a snuff film um i did
0: i did it's basically just a film to watch a bunch of people get murdered
1: and in the end that's what happens and nearly everybody reason
0: we're given their lives is so that there's any impact in their lives ending
1: and apparently that scene in the warehouse where the final kind of gun battle with like all the all these gang members and goons and all these folks kind of showing up to shoot each other. Um, that's apparently uh, recycled footage that's used in the other two films as well. Um, to the point where nobody knew hell, which film the they hell were Ranger shooting to move. Yeah, we're right. Like Hellraiser exactly. 2,
0: but here's 45 minutes of the film you just watched like a couple years ago. Oh,
1: my God. Or uh, New Rose Hotel. <laughs> which uh-huh. we watched separately, which is, you know, uh, Abel Ferrara, really bizarre take on a William Gibson book where the third act is just like flashback scenes to the first two. And yeah. we uh, we may talk about Abel Ferrara in this series as well, because we did go to the to the cinema uh, to go see Ice-T in Abel Ferrara's Our x We uh, did.
0: And I want to rewatch that before I talk about it.
1: So we may we may go into that at some point. This season That's a too. wild That's, journey. That's a wild, a very different kind of independent filmmaking than Albert Peel's mm-hmm. movie. Actually shot on film, I believe, too. <laughs> so I think that. we maybe
0: didn't. The only thing that I regret about this episode, and I'm hopefully going to alleviate that regret, is that we didn't talk about how wildly stupid calling someone corrupt is. Mm-hmm. Naming your character corrupt and the movie corrupt. It was a rapper corrupt with a K. Yeah, man, that's we got like a whole career of that human being mm-hmm. talking about being corrupt. This was an hour. And you like immediately gave a like, all right, this is the bad guy. This guy's corrupt, guys. We named him corrupt. Do You get it? <laughs> so dumb. Fuck this film everything. yeah i
1: think we're done talking about this one um, <laughs> that's gotta be it right it's no there's, there's nothing else to say uh we promise that the I mean, next it's Ice almost tea film as
0: long as the film at this point
1: at this point yeah and and i gotta say like the next film we pick in the Ice tea series is gonna be better than this by default we're gonna we're gonna pick something this is, it. This is the bottom the yeah we're gonna pick we're gonna pick something real don't worry don't worry guys we, we won't let you down